In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes to us and transforms us with His cross, and His love, and His forgiveness. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we're here. It's Transformation Sunday. You get to stop hearing me talk about it. You get to hear me stop talking about Christ the King Sunday is coming. And get ready, get ready to write down these goals that you're going to have. Because the day has finally arrived. But will it make a difference? Or is it just an opportunity to say, thank goodness it's done. Those sermons were a lot longer than what they usually are. It'll make a difference if you don't reject it. That's basically what this Sunday is all about. It's in fact what our Christian lives are all about. The thing that we confess to know about how God works in our lives is that when we do something good, that that's actually God working in us. And when we don't do something good, that's us taking what God has given to us and rejecting it. So the question is today... Are you going to reject what God is trying to give you? Are you going to reject God's grace working in your life? Are you going to reject the forgiveness that He's offering to you? Are you going to reject the working of the Holy Spirit in your life? Or are you not? The choice is yours. That's your Christian freedom. You can actually reject what God has for you. Because He doesn't want you to be like a Stepford wife. He doesn't want you to be an automaton. He wants you to be somebody who understands the transforming work of His power and His grace in your life. And if you don't reject it, He promises that it will change you. That it will make a difference. And that's what Paul is talking about here as he's writing to his friends, the Ephesians, from our epistle reading today. Paul gets out his pen while he's in jail in Rome. And he writes to his friends, the Ephesians, people that when he left them, he actually broke down and started to cry as he was leaving them. He was going to miss them so much. He starts off by writing them and saying, I always give thanksgiving when I remember you in my prayers. And why does he give the thanksgiving? He gives thanksgiving because he can see in them. He can see from the reports that he's getting back while he's there under house arrest about to be decapitated. He's getting these reports back of transformation that's happening in Ephesus. He's getting these reports about this church that started with just ordinary sinful people and became the church of Ephesus. Probably one of Paul's only letters in which he doesn't say, You are rotten people. Have you ever?
ever read Corinthians or Galatians? The whole book he goes through and says, you're really horrible. I don't even know why I'm your friend. Paraphrased, of course. But in Ephesus, the people of Ephesus, he writes them this glowing letter saying, I give so much thanksgiving for you. For being able to see the transformation that has occurred in your lives. To see how God has changed your lives by His grace. To see how He's worked in you. To see how the King of the church has worked in their lives. That's what we celebrate on this Sunday that's called Christ the King Sunday. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the church here. It's this moment in time where we stop and pause and we remember that we have a coming king who is going to separate sheep from goats and who's actually watching our lives. Watching how we behave. Watching if we're giving somebody a drink of water. Watching if we're feeding someone. Watching what's happening with us. That our king cares about us so much that he's watching us. And Paul is able to see that transformation happening in the lives of the people of Ephesus. If Paul were alive today, if we just fast forwarded a year, what kind of transformation would he see in yours? Would he write a glowing letter about University Lutheran? Would he say, University Lutheran, how I give thanks for you. How I give thanks seeing the way in which God has used you to change the world and to see change in yourselves, to love Him more and to love your neighbors better. Would he? Well, the answer to that is found in your bulletin. So get it out. It's green or gray. Doesn't matter. We just run out, ran out of the cardstock. Pull it out. If you're not a member here, you don't have to fill this out. Um, if you want to, we'll certainly take it from you. Um, if you want to take it home with you, if you're not a member, that's fine. If you are a member, you're going to have to leave it here with me. Transformed by the Cross, Transformation Pledge. What it says is this, because I know reading fine print is tough. I pledge myself to experiencing the transformation won for me on the, on the cross of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the following ways. I will do my best not to reject God's transformation in my life. I will seek His forgiveness when I fail and falter. I request that I be held accountable to this pledge for the next church year, ending on Christ the King Sunday in 2012. And hopefully we win the football game that year. Three areas of transformation for you to consider. Three areas that we've been talking about for four weeks now. Three opportunities for you to reject 
what God is doing in your life. Personal transformation. This year I will experience personal transformation through, and you can choose one of those things, all three of them, or just two of them. Through learning something. Maybe that's going through your catechism again. Maybe that's reading through the book of Concord. Maybe that's reading another book. Maybe it's reading through the Bible. It's engaging your brain doing something. Through activity. Actually using that body that God has given you in a way that it might help your neighbor. Or it might strengthen your relationship with him. Maybe it's praying every day or doing a devotion every day. Maybe it's pledging yourself to help somebody out in a particular way. Maybe it's pledging yourself to simply do something that you have never done before in your life. Some sort of activity. And this is the hardest one out of the personal transformation set. Attitude. Changing an attitude of yours. Maybe you're not a very patient person. Maybe you need to learn how to speak the truth and love to people. Maybe you need to adopt some sort of attitude. This is your opportunity to see that transformation in your life through what God is doing with you. So that's personal transformation. And if you're having a tough time coming up with that, you can just check the little box there and say, I'm having a hard time with this right now. Will you help me out? And I will. I'll give you a call. We'll work it out. Relational transformation. Getting to know somebody here. Getting to know somebody else who's dealing with the same stuff that you're dealing with, namely sins and having a holy God that calls you away from those sins, but also forgives you of those sins. Getting to know somebody else who's in that same position as you, who is co-sinner and saint along with you, who is your brother or sister in Christ. It's going to transform your life. Because you'll get to see how God is working in them. And they'll get to see how God is working in you. And you'll be able to see that in one another and to even see that in yourselves through that relationship. So think about somebody that you might want to get to know a little bit better here. Missional transformation. We all know people that don't go to church, don't we? If you don't, I left a little checkbox there for you that says, check here if you don't know anyone who who is not a Christian and or doesn't go to church. If you don't, That's very possible, but it's not very likely. You probably know somebody. And all we're asking you to do is to pray for them. Pray for them that they might see the value of what Jesus is doing for you. That they might see the value of His salvation, His transformation, working in their lives. And pray for the opportunity to witness that to them. And then there's room for you to print your name, because some of you have awful handwriting. 
and then to sign and to date it. And later on, where the sending song normally is, where the Nunc Dimittis usually is, right after communion, so you have some time to sit and to pray about these questions. During that time, we're going to ask you to take your pledge and to bring it up here to God's altar and to say, over the next year, I'm going to see God transform my life in these ways, with these relationships, with these people that I'm praying for. And we can't force you to do that. It wouldn't even be good if we could. But if you have the courage to take a chance, to see how God can transform you through these things, I promise you, He won't let you down. He has never let you down. He's always there for you. He's always there with you. And some of these things, you're going to find exactly how much of a sinner you are through them. You're going to say, I'm going to read my Bible every day. And a week into it, you're going to forget about it. And forget God's place in your life. You're going to say, maybe I'm going to be a better person to this person that I really hate. And I'm going to try to learn how to love them. And then you're going to find exactly how hard it is for you to be like a loving God who loves you so much. I'm going to try to forgive this person of the wrong that they've done to me. And you're going to find how hard it is to forgive someone. Imagine how hard it was for him. But you're also going to find his resurrection working in your life. That's the other part of what Paul says here to the Ephesians, that it is because because you have a loving God who is raised from the dead, who is your king, who brings you along with him in through this transformative process, that this transformation is only the beginning. And that you will continue to be transformed throughout all of eternity into the resurrection through God's grace and love working in you. So you've got a little while to think about those people that you could pray for. Think about those people that you could get to know a little bit better here. To think about those things that you could do this year. That you could pledge. So think. And pray. And let's sing the hymn of the day. Amen. Please rise.